Are you looking for a roofer you can trust? Mamba Roofer is your local roofer and part of the K-Dry listening audience. Asphalt roofs, tile roofs, metal roofs, no problem. 210-238-1726. Whether it's roof repairs or roof replacements, free estimates. Check out our website at mambaroofing.com. That's M-A-M-B-A roofing.com. A roofer you can trust. For all your needs, here's the number to call Mamba Roofing. 210-238-1726. We have knowledge, but we need to apply it. We have the knowledge that we shouldn't look at pornography, but we don't have the wisdom to say no to it. We have the knowledge of what an idol is, but we lack the wisdom to recognize the idols in our life and remove them. We have the knowledge that money isn't anything, but yet we put our careers above our family. We have the knowledge of scriptures, but we lack the wisdom to live out what scriptures say. We have biblical knowledge by attending church, but lack the wisdom of being the church. Welcome to Rising Higher, the radio ministry sponsored by 316 Church in San Antonio, Texas. We are located at 7760 Prue Road between Babcock Road and Bandera Road. At 316 Church, our threefold mission is love, live, lead. We are called to love God and love people, live in Christ and for Christ, and lead our culture to Jesus. Check us out at 316.org. That is T-H-R-E-E 16.org. Join us here on KDRY every Monday through Friday at 5.30 p.m. and Saturday mornings at 8.30 a.m. And now, here is your host for Rising Higher, Pastor Randy Garcia. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And uh, I was going to say, welcome to the month of March. (laughs) Yeah, it seems as though today is a new day, a new month, and uh, time goes by fast. Uh, That's right. Yesterday in Rising High, we started a message from Pastor Doug McIntosh. And by the way, Pastor Doug has served as a youth and young adults pastor at 316 Church. And recently, he brought forth a great message, part of the sermon series, The Gospel BC, Jesus in the Old Testament. And where he was going with yesterday's message, actually part one, and today is going to be part two, Jesus in the Proverbs. Mm, Interesting. Maybe you've never thought about that, but Pastor Doug brings out some great points talking about how wisdom is calling out to us. Where we left off yesterday, he was talking about warning signs. And sometimes we receive warning signs, but we don't always heed to them. And uh, we need to obey those warning signs from the Lord. So let's pick up where we left off once again. Jesus in the Proverbs. Here's Pastor Doug McIntosh. How often do we miss other warning signs in our life? I'm going to tell you a story, and I just need you to just tell me that you're not going to judge me, all right? That's, that's all I need. No judgment here. So when I was in my early 20s, with a lot of life before me, so in my early 20s, I was driving a 2001 Toyota Celica. And in, a Toyota Celica is a super low car, and I'm 6'1", so to get into my car, I kind of had to fall into it, Okay. And so I was driving to work, and it was after there was some severe rain. There was some severe weather. And this path that I was taking to my job 
was kind of down this back way, and there was this place where a lot of water would accumulate. And so it was a high, I think it's called high water crossing. And so as I'm driving there, there's a sign on the left and it says, turn around, don't drown. And I know what you're saying. You're like, you had faith. No. <laughs> so as I'm driving up, I see that sign and there's a truck in front of me and he floors it through and he kind of made it. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Wisdom. I'm not going to do that. So I go to turn my car around, and as I turn my car around, water was creeping up kind of like along the sides of the road, and what I didn't know was that there was a ditch. So I'm going, so I turn my car, and my car just nosedives in. So I'm sitting there in my car as water's coming. I'm like, that's not good. So I get out, get out of my car, and luckily I was like two minutes away from my work, so I walked there. My boss had a truck, and he had a chain, was able to pour it out pull it out. But I tried, I tried to listen to the warning sign, turn around, don't drown. And I turned around and my car did drown. Luckily, hey, Toyotas, like if you want to get like those things run forever, man, it went through the water and still survived. The worst part about it though, was that a few hours later, I'm getting notifications on Facebook and it turned out that the news had come down to that road. And you see my car just nosedived and the reporter was not very nice or kind. They said this person did not listen to the, to the warning sign, and this car clearly paid the price. And in my mind, I was like, I did listen, and I did still pay the price. It was unfair. But how often do we miss the warning signs in our life? We see the signs that tell us to slow down, that there's a sharp curve ahead, but yet we don't slow down in life. We don't take Sabbaths. We prioritize work instead of prioritizing our family. You miss the warning sign of losing your child because you're more connected to your phone than you are with them. You miss the warning signs of divorce because you're more concerned about work than your wife. You're more concerned about salary than your spouse. Don't miss the warning signs of wisdom. Wisdom is telling us to be aware, to look out for it, because one path leads to destruction while the other leads to life. Jesus is the wisdom that is warning us. Jesus warns us about the consequences from not repenting and from refusing his voice. We're going to look at four different warnings quickly in Matthew 7 that Jesus calls out a call of warning. He warns us about the narrow and the wide gate in Matthew 7, verses 13 through 14. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Are you on the narrow gate, or are you on the broad path to destruction? Are you seeing the warning signs ahead of you, or are you just full sending it and not recognizing that there's a ditch around the corner? Trust in God's wisdom. Jesus continues to warn us about true and false prophets in verses 15 through 19. He also warns us about true and false disciples in 21 through 23. It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. 
Many would think that looking at that scripture, those would be true disciples, the ones that are prophesying, driving out demons, and performing miracles. But Jesus doesn't just want them to know his name. He wants them to know him. There's a difference. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? You can come to church, you might know the name of Jesus, you might know the scriptures of Jesus, but do you know him? Jesus is the wisdom, and he wants us to know him intimately. He continues on, and he finishes in Matthew 7 by comparing and warning us about the foolish builder and the wise builder, the one who built it on the rock and the one who built it on the sand. What are you building your life on? If all you're building your life on is your next job promotion, the newer car, newer house, bigger salary, those things are going to wash away. But instead, if you build your foundation on who is Christ, who is our firm foundation, that holds the test of time, and that leads to everlasting life. Not every person who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Not every person who goes to church will enter heaven. Not the person who built their life in the world and not in Christ. Not the person who listened to the voice of the enemy versus the voice of our Father. Not the life that the world says, says is successful, but God says is sinful. Heed God's warning. There is no greater warning that Christ gives than an eternity spent away from him. Where, what voice are you listening to? What path are you on? Repent and receive Jesus' redemption. Jesus is calling out to warn you to fix our ways to repent and to turn towards his redemption and be known by him. To follow after him to a life that leads to life. To learn the wisdom from his teachings. To embody his wisdom in our daily lives. Here's the truth for you. Wisdom leads to life. Jesus leads to everlasting life. You cannot live a life of wisdom apart from Jesus. No amount of good deeds or church services you attend or the amount that you give is enough. It is only through Jesus in relationship where he knows you and you know him. The fourth and final poem in Proverbs 9 Wisdom is calling us to a choice. The final poem that we'll look at tonight is found in Proverbs 9, and it, has, it contrasts two different ideas, the path, the way of wisdom, and the way of folly and foolishness. In this, we're going to see a couple similarities, but we're going to see that where it takes us is different. Proverbs 9, 1 through 6 says, Wisdom has built her house. She has set up its seven pillars. Again, it is a firm foundation. It is seven pillars strong. She has prepared her meat and mixed her wine. She also set her table. She has sent out her servants, and she calls from the highest point of the city. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, come, eat my food and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways, and you will live. Walk in the way of insight. While the path of folly and foolishness says this in verses 13 through 18, folly is an unruly woman. 
She is simple and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling out to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, stolen water is sweet. Food eaten in secret is delicious. But little do they know that the dead are there, that her guests are deep in the realm of dead. You can see some similarities. Both voices are calling. The difference is one is preparing a feast while the other one is preparing a funeral. Which voice Are you listening to the voice of wisdom in which things are prepared, where God has laid down everything for you? All you have to do is to receive this free gift that he offers, and we walk in it every single day. Or instead, are you listening to the voice of folly that is deceitful, that you enter it, and what's it full of? It's a funeral for the dead. What voice are you listening to? Jesus is asking us to make a choice. Just as failing to find wisdom leads to harm, rejecting Jesus as the source of wisdom leads to spiritual death. Embracing Jesus as wisdom brings life, blessing, and favor from the Lord. And here's the truth. Many of us try to follow the principles of Proverbs, but we don't know the person who is wisdom. Proverbs is great, and I encourage you to read that. I told you before that there's a man at the old church that I attended who he read Proverbs once a month. He's done that for 20 years. Whatever the math is on that, he knows the book of Proverbs. But he also knows the person who is Jesus, who is wisdom incarnate. And I encourage you to not just know, not just to have knowledge, but to instead to seek after wisdom. Because Jesus has become the wisdom that we need. Well, I'm jumping in here because uh, we, we're going to take a quick break. But thinking about this, who is the person of wisdom? I think we know who that is. It's Jesus Christ. Was Jesus present in the Proverbs? I believe so. He is personified there. And never forget that Jesus is a God who was, who is, and who is to come. Well, we'll be right back with more of this message, Jesus in the Proverbs, right after a quick break. You are listening to Rising Higher, brought to you by 316 Church. And we are located in the northwest part of San Antonio at 7760 Prue Road. If you do not have a home church, consider yourself invited this Sunday. We gather together at 1030 a.m. That's right. You're welcome to come and join us, whether it's on campus on Prue Road or with our live stream at our website, which is three16.org. But right now, we're going to take a quick break and be right back very shortly with the last portion of this message, Jesus in the Proverbs. I'm taking a couple of minutes here with Tess Gillespie, and she is the author of a brand new book called Kingdom Journey, Becoming More Aware of Our Spiritual Reality. Tess, what is Kingdom Journey all about? All humans exist on both a physical plane and a spiritual one, and I don't think that we are aware of that to the extent that we actually live that way. It's not difficult to experience life in a physical realm. We do that from the time we're born. We understand the physical realm, but it takes more effort to actually be aware and exist on a spiritual plane. So whether we're aware of it or not, things are happening in the spiritual realm all around us, good and evil. And I think that it's important 
that we understand that we're on a journey that's both physical and spiritual. The book is entitled Kingdom, A Journey. The author is Tess Gillespie. Where can we get this book, Tess? Amazon has it in both Kindle and paperback. I've read this book. I love this book, and I highly recommend it. Great stories, great principles that you and I can learn in our kingdom journey. You are listening to Rising Higher on AM 1100 KDRY. To listen to today's broadcast again, or to listen to previous Rising Higher broadcasts, go to risinghigher.org. That is risinghigher.org. Hi, I am Julia Riley from Great American's first original series, County Rescue. You can check it out streaming on Great American Pure Flick, and then it will be on Great American Family's cable channel. You can find us using Great American Family's channel finder or by texting rescue to 877-999-1225. And you are listening to Rising Higher. Many of us try to follow the principles of Proverbs, but we don't know the person who is wisdom. Proverbs is great, and I encourage you to read that. I told you before that there's a man at the old church that I attended who he read Proverbs once a month. He's done that for 20 years. Whatever the math is on that, he knows the book of Proverbs. But he also knows the person who is Jesus, who is wisdom incarnate. And I encourage you to not just know, not just to have knowledge, but to instead to seek after wisdom. Because Jesus has become the wisdom that we need. 1 Corinthians 1.30, it says, It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Jesus is the wisdom of God for us. That ever since the fall that we have been trying to figure out things on our own, and we could never do it on our own ability. Instead, God sends his son to be wisdom for us, to show us the path that leads to life, to avoid the path of destruction, and to instead trust in him, to not be deceived any longer, but to instead to listen to the voice of truth that is wisdom that he is calling us to follow. Jesus is our holiness. Jesus is our righteousness. And Jesus is our redemption. Jesus was the embodiment of wisdom, wisdom in flesh. Wisdom isn't just a body of knowledge. Wisdom is the application of the knowledge that we learn. As we've gone through these four different poems, it's a no-brainer in what voice we should follow. It's not hard. Follow the voice of wisdom. Listen to Jesus that is calling us to repentance, to turn from our evil ways, to heed the warning signs, and to instead to trust in him, to not go down the path that leads to destruction and separation from God. It's a no-brainer. But if I could be so bold to say, I believe that many people in the church have knowledge but lack wisdom. Because the difference is wisdom is the application of knowledge. I can have knowledge on how not to get sunburnt. I know that I, can, I have to put on sunscreen. I actually have to wear a baseball cap for my own personal reasons. That if I go outside, that I should look for shade, that I should only be outside for a certain amount of time to reapply sunscreen and do these things. And that's the knowledge of it. But if I do not apply that knowledge, I still get burnt. 
that if I go outside and I don't wear my baseball cap and I don't reapply the sunscreen and I don't look for shade, I'm still going to get burnt. Wisdom is applying the knowledge that we know. We have knowledge, but we need to apply it. We have the knowledge that we shouldn't look at pornography, but we don't have the wisdom to say no to it. We have the knowledge of what an idol is, but we lack the wisdom to recognize the idols in our life and remove them. We have the knowledge that money isn't anything, but yet we put our careers above our family. We have the knowledge of scriptures, but we lack the wisdom to live out what scriptures say. We have biblical knowledge by attending church, but lack the wisdom of being the church. It's time that we push away knowledge instead it's time that we apply the knowledge that we apply the knowledge to our lives and we live that life that you can have the whole new testament memorized but if you do not listen to the heed of warning and you are not listening to the commands that god gives us to love our neighbors to love others to turn the other cheek to do all what christ has commanded to us then we are not living a life and wisdom. Jesus had the knowledge that he had to die on the cross for us, but he had the wisdom to actually do it. I want us to look at one more passage this morning, and uh, we're going to be looking at the book of Ecclesiastes, and again, this is written by King Solomon, one of the wisest men, and he shows us that lack of fulfillment that is found apart from wisdom and apart from knowing God. Solomon had every opportunity to see what would truly bring happiness. He had fame, he had power and money, a whole bunch of concubines, and everything that the world would deem as successful. But instead, he says it is worthless, that it is all meaningless. But he concludes the book of Ecclesiastes by saying this in chapter 12, verses 13 through 14. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. The wisest man in all the world, who had all the power and plunder that he could ever want, looks at it all and says that he missed it because he did not fear the Lord. It's not in vacations. It's not in your job. Your identity is not in anything else. Your identity needs to be found in Christ. When Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through him, he meant it. When he said he is the way, there is no other way. There is no shortcut. There is no other path. There is no how many services you attend, how much money that you give, how much you serve in the community. He says that he is the only way. Do you know Jesus? The one that is calling out to you at the city's gate, the one that's calling out to you from the highest place, the one that's calling to you in the public square, or instead are you ignoring it and passing it by? He is the way. He is the truth, that there is no truth apart from Jesus, that anything that the enemy says that deems as successful, that 
deems as right, it is wrong. That he is the everlasting truth that that has held up from the very beginning of creation to the very end of the world, that he is the truth and that he is the life. That the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus says, I have come so that they may have life and have it to the fullest. Are you experiencing the fullness of God? Are you repenting of your ways and of the sin and your shortcomings that's separating from you? Are you addicted to something that you need to lay down at the altar and to give it over to God? He sees you where you are, and he came down to break that, to to give us a chance of redemption to go back to the tree of life. Stop eating of the forbidden fruit and to instead to trust and to heed the voices of warning that are calling out to you. All other things lead to death and destruction, but only through Jesus that it leads to life. God is calling out. He's calling you to repentance. He's calling you to redemption and restoration with the Father. He's calling out a signs of warning about the dangers and the destructive paths that if we continue down, that we will not be with him. And he's calling you to make a choice this morning. If I can invite everybody to stand, if we can dim the lights, will you choose the broad path or the narrow gate? Are you going to follow the path of wisdom or instead are you going to follow the path of folly? Two voices are calling. Which one are you going to follow? And make the choice to rid yourself of the knowledge on how to be a Christian and to instead put on wisdom of living your life as a Christian. Jesus is calling, calling us to repentance, calling us to redemption. He's calling out to warn us, and he's calling out for you to make a choice today. Do you know the person, the embodiment of wisdom who is Jesus Christ? If I can invite everyone to close their eyes. I don't want to rush past this moment. But if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you do not know that you know him. Or rather, you do not know that you are known by him. And you are seeking for something to fill your life. The only thing that could ever fill you is Jesus. And if this is you and you're sitting here and God is tugging at your heart and he's wanting you to make that choice today, to know the person who is wisdom, the person who is love, the person who is mercy, the person who is grace. The person of wisdom. Yeah, it's all about Jesus. Even in the Old Testament, even in the Proverbs, the person of wisdom is calling. Think about that. Oh, what a great message. If you missed any of this, you can always go to our podcast. You can tap into the podcast of Rising Higher programs by going to Rising Higher. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Rising Higher. We pray that you have a blessed weekend. And on Monday, we will continue this sermon series, The Gospel BC. Our lead pastor, Randall Sean Garcia, has a great message for you waiting on Monday. Hope you can join us for that. For right now, we're going to have to close. 
Be blessed in the name of Jesus. And don't forget, if you don't have a home church, you are invited to join us at 316 this Sunday at 1030 a.m. Be blessed.